Hello and welcome to a brand new edition of the Current Account Podcast. I'm your host Hamsini Karthik and joining me today is a very special person in the microfinance industry, Mr. Shalab Saxena, the managing director and CEO of Spandana Spurti Financial Limited. Spandana Spurti was once the second largest microfinance company, a pure play microfinance company and it went through its own turbulence. It's now back again on the growth path. Shalab is here with us today to decode what his long-term plans are. Shalab is just about halfway through his FY25 goals and he's already rolling out 28 for 28. That is 28,000 crores upwards of AUM by FY28. He's also very clear that he would rather be an acquirer rather than being a target for acquisition. More importantly, Shalab also talks about a possible change in identity branding and so on listening the the feedback that i get from a lot of market participants a lot of industry participants as well about spandana is that uh, in the last 6 months or so you've been very vigorously there in the market you you are all out to capture the share that you lost a couple of years back what are your thoughts on it do you call it i mean is this aggression something very important for the company at this point in time for the kind of revival and turnaround that you've envisaged our journey started about 6 quarters back which was mm-hmm. march of 2022 we uh, had a task on hand that is when around july of 2022 we came out with a vision 2025 document where mm-hmm. we clearly articulated our position as an enterprise we believed then and we continue to believe now that this is a good industry we serve the bottom of the pyramid in the bharat of india which is deep rural and hence if you do things right you know this is a profitable business to be in this is a good mm. business to be in. we started our journey then in the industry you know the first thing that we recognized in the current companies pandana was we need to have good quality manpower at a senior level mm. and probably a minus 1 minus 2 level as well mm. apart from some bit of resourcing in the field so the first two quarters were just getting the people in we got the people we did some corrections in terms of distribution model the portfolio geographical mix, mix etc mm. and that's where our journey started six quarters hence mm. uh, all of that whatever we did about you know when we came in i think has fallen into place perfect and that is so what you see now is just the beginning of the story of spandana to be very honest the real story unfolds next year because we would have done all the investments that we had to vision 25 was a 3 year mm-hmm. uh, you know mm-hmm. plan mm-hmm. we are midway through so, you know all the speed work has been done See, what you are seeing now are just the initial part of the results that the seeds that we sowed you know in the beginning mm-hmm. stages next year fy 25 will all be about growth we also hence thought that this is the right time to kind of uh, uh, think about what next and that is why we came out with the vision 28 statement which we released yesterday which is 28 by 28 mm. which is 28000 crores of aum by fy 28 that's a big number you're talking about 28000 crores yes so if you see the rate of growth that we are targeting it is a reasonable 20% cagr the industry itself is expected to grow around that number mm. so while yeah I mean, optically it looks to be a big number we are already 10000 done in mm. this year we'll end fy24 which is mm. this year mm. at about 12000 crores we will end next year in the range of about 15 to 16000 crores and then from there on about 20% will get us to the 28000 crores so you know mm. we are reasonably confident of the plan and most importantly it is not just about the top line 
it is about quality portfolio that we will deliver that's mm. what we are focusing on in the interview that we had last time you said that your focus is volume and not by imp- increasing that's ticket right. sizes doing yeah. a very convenient or lazy job of growing right. book this is the foundation with which a lot of people start mm. but gradually what a, what some of the mfis are now taking as a stand is that when i have a 6 year relationship or a 4 year relationship why not a larger ticket size mm. rather than you know go for new newer mm. customers what's your thought process so, uh, on that look what happens is uh, it's a uh, there's no right answer to this the risk appetite of the enterprise and the management which is running the show you can be comfortable with either either a higher ticket size mm. for the logic that you said mm. just now which is a 6 year old relationship and so on and so forth. another set of you know people who be comfortable in giving muted ticket sizes but more number of customers clearly we fall in the latter until about 18000 20000 crore you mm. can sustain the strategy you know, let me also add cool. that you know and then you mm. have to evaluate mm. because every year you have to consider a 5 6% inflationary ticket size increase plus add another so even if you are at a 10% year on year ticket size growth you are just mm. about fine because you will be at par we believe that until we hit the 17 18000 number which is exit 25 number you know we are very good with this particular number because one the concentration risk is the biggest risk in microfinance i have been making the statement that microfinance is a risk management business it is yes. not an asset management it's not an asset management theory that you articulated is the latter asset management you know, uh, mm. i am on the former you know mm. which is mm. you stick to the risk management take mm. your steps carefully mm. plus we've uh, one of the things that we've also realized is that if you walk this path which is muted ticket sizes more number of customers mm. your risks are hedged it's a good number to be when you hit mm. the 18 20000 we'll kind of figure out how to you know kind of go but at given point in time mm. any given point in time our core and our dna is customer acquisition led strategy it is unlikely that we'll kind of abandon this position and jump the other side that's our dna on that note of growth one of the things especially that tends to happen with large private equity backed companies in the financial services space especially is that for them growth becomes very important compared to risk management and they believe that growth can mask all the problems mm. in the world mm. how are your investors perceiving this are they in sync with you for uh, this uh, on the strategy that you've adopted so six quarters back when we took charge of this enterprise we mm. presented the vision 25 and we gave our ethos and principles on which we think mm. it is a good business to be in. the message resonated people were in sync all the board was the entire board was in sync with this and that mm. is how you know we kind of mm. uh, progressed on that our view is that an enterprise has to be a profitable enterprise mm. and most importantly it should be profitable in a sustainable way you cannot have spikes and mm. if you are able to deliver consistently year on year mm. an x number Mm. which is a reasonable number mm. nobody is looking at really uh, nobody is expecting you to go overboard this is a business mm. so if i use a hindi term microfinance mein josh mein hosh nahi gawana hota so you mm. have to be patient this is a very good business to be in and if you are able to kind of do that you know it's a good uh, this thing so you just have to calibrate you mm. have to be balanced and matured in the way you mm. handle the mm. uh, the show and if you are able to do that what will a board or any uh, enterprise look at they will look at whether the enterprise is profitable and is it sustainable mm. that these are two things that they look at typically mm. if you are able to convince the board i think you know that's and we are completely you know the entire all the stakeholders including the board members are completely in sync with this approach of business perfect see mm. uh, i'll just add one more thing 
we should be carried away by the outcome which is either, either a pat or a pbt or whatever you know you to focus on the right levers of business which is your distribution the thing that i mentioned about ticket sizes you know how much will you lend per customer what will be the indebtedness level etc that's a lot of temptation not to fall for all and saying ultimately pat and pvt does no, no, add no, to your uh, so i'm coming to that you know mm-hmm. what happens is that if you have this clarity see mm-hmm. never work right to left never work with what should the pat be and then work backwards <laughs> work the other way around mm-hmm. you know get to more number of customers take mm-hmm. a indebtedness level which is a reasonable number you know mm-hmm. probably sub par uh, from mm-hmm. a industry point of view and then whatever is the number uh, which comes or emanates you know then you can do some bit of tweaking we do not believe in working the other way around you know mm-hmm. pat is incidental as long as you get your levers right and if you get all the parameters mm-hmm. right and be ambitious that's very important due to your original uh, question so you cannot be muted in your ambitions you have to be really uh, for the opportunity that india offers at today mm-hmm. you know if you are ambitious uh, if you get your you know gearing right you know, i think you know the pat is an outcome which will obviously be beneficial to you and for all the stakeholders Great. but you're also backed by a large pe investor who's who bailed out spandana in its earlier form right. uh the turn, the tenure of the fund seems to have run down quite a bit hmm. they would want to start looking at exit at some point in time so as a company as as, as one of the key members of the board uh, engineering growth as well how do you plan to give exit to your investors what would the rational path be for you so two answers to your question you know first of all i represent the management so i can't really Correct. speak on behalf of either mm. of the shareholders okay yesterday the biggest shareholder which is kedara you know we had a representative there mm. and uh, he answered this question because this was a question which was asked is it yeah mm. and he did answer and i think it was very well articulated what he said was that kedara has a history mm. you know they don't really they always if at all they leave they will always leave in safe hands you know either big institutions or whatever the larger point is they said there's nothing on the table at this point in time and as far as the fund life is concerned it has been extended or mm. you know they are mm. in the process of getting the extension so that part that is not a pressure if that is what it is mm. and given the trajectory of growth that uh, we are seeing i think the point he made was that we have a history of not abandoning uh, yeah. institutions mm. we have a history of standing by and supporting the institutions and the management mm. and most importantly there is nothing at this point in time you know to even discuss in terms of you know, you know the exit the specific question that you asked mm. this is the statement that he made yesterday that, you know we'll just, i just had verbatim mm. you know repeating what he said it's comforting yeah. it's comforting the uh, the spandana that we have i mean uh, the spandana was founded on it was named after daughters of the earlier founder and it it has gone a long way from where it is the founder is also somewhat sold her stake she has very little stake now would you look at giving yourself a new identity a name change etc is that in the works uh, or do you want to remain spandana carrying know, so forward uh, mrs uh, reddy's legacy the first six quarters we were too busy in kind of uh, you know just setting our shop right mm. uh, this and there are other uh, things as well which are mm. on the table and which are on the agenda but you know they are not like that materially irrespective of whatever name does not materially change the outcome of the institution mm. right you know the balance sheet doesn't change just because you change the name so mm. if at all you know at a point in time we decide to you know we'll kind of uh, think about it as of now we are completely focused on the uh, you know job at hand which is to kind of scale up our uh, you know enterprise and the distribution that we have in a manner which we think 
uh, will give strength to the organization over the next a mm. uh, few years number one. number mm. two we want to make this organization a professionally run system dependent process focused institution rather than people focused you know so that's the biggest difference that we are trying to get into this whole system because mm-hmm. a professional company it's inconsequential if mr a is running the show or b is running the show that's how it should be that's mm. what we are in the process mm-hmm. of doing mm-hmm. one last question do you see yourself as an acquirer or a target because i'm asking this question also because this space is heating up there are, there has been a change in league tables there are still a couple of deals getting talked about in the market so would you look at adding another institution to grow to the scale 28 by 28 that you spoke about earlier or do you see merit in operating as a unit of a bank you've done that somewhere in the past as well yeah so yesterday uh, you know when we presented the vision 28 to the larger set of stakeholders what we said was we have two business lines there's a microfinance mm. and then there's a non microfinance mm. non microfinance currently is a book around 50 crores 55 crores we want to grow this up because this these are the business lines that we are talking about as our loan against property mm-hmm. that's the first business line outside of microfinance and the second business line is the uh, nano enterprise loan which mm. is loan mm. to retailer shopkeepers mm. etc mm. this will be a completely different business line mm. uh, this will be in the semi urban uh, mm. part of india mm. and uh, we have a separate team separate branches separate mm. distribution nothing to do with microfinance you know mm. so completely mm. new setup that mm. we've been working now for almost mm. two quarters now another uh, starting quarter one of next year is mm. when we really go big on this there you know we have ambitions to end fy25 at about at a book of about 2000 crores 2000 crores yes. and the 2000 crores will also include if possible and if there are opportunities you know non organic or inorganic yeah. opportunity you know? so that's the space that we are looking at from and if at all there is something interesting otherwise we are building a book you're giving you know, yourself a timeline for this no there's no in fy25 you're no, looking no, so, at it look, uh, so this is our subsidiary we have a subsidiary called chris financials mm. chris mm. financials has a book of about 550 600 crores so we are under no pressure uh, whatsoever but if there is some interesting opportunity you know we will be happy to kind of uh, you know we'll be kind of happy to look at it microfinance it's all organic because uh, you know we see we are already there there's nothing uh, we are we opened our branches we are all fine so we just have to now kind of uh, get the volumes work working perfect perfect thank you thank you very much thank you